0: morning, 12 Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Okay, so this is a topic I think a lot of us could benefit from, uh, myself included. I'm not perfect at it. I know there's people way better at this than I, but it's a skill that you need to develop. Um, And it's basically, it'll save you a lot of time, a lot of stress. Um, I always get mad at myself when this happened, and I can see it coming, and if I don't pick the right opportunity to make it end, um, then I get really irritated. Not at the other person, but at myself. And so, time wasters. Dealing with time wasters. Um, You know, I'm a pretty nice guy. I tend to give people a lot of time. I've gotten way better at this over the years, and, you know, for me, it's really tough to just pick up listen to your story go and go Poof, no over here bye over here bye over here bye because everyone's got a story everyone wants to be heard there's times where I'm gonna be able to help you even though I can't physically make money off of it in my business but some advice I can give you and I think karma's you know comes around and you know I've been filling up the karma bank for years and so there's certain times where things just go my way and I don't know why and I just assume it's that but there's also other times where You just go, enough is enough. And so I have, and this is more on that introductory call. So every time we will not deal with a client, we have clients that just call us and we'll pick up like, hey, we need you to do our mortgage, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't, it's kind of like, we gotta come in through a strategy call to see if this is a fit. It's not just send your docs and we'll do the deal because there's a story behind it. There's a reason that we're just getting this deal right now, right today. Last second needs to be done quick. It's like, no, you're not coming in here disrupting the flow of our process and our business and stressing us out because you've got some issue. And now that's going to trickle down and potentially affect our other clients who don't have issues and will be getting all their stuff done correctly and were with us from the beginning. And so even if you come in last second like that, we still push you through our process. Our process is the exact same for everybody. We do not waver on it. It is the same for everybody. Should we waiver? I don't know. I don't think so. I go if you don't, if you can't make these little commitments to phone calls and booking, in the calendar and showing up and sending documents, um, and answering the questions I ask and allowing us to pull your credit. If you can't accept those, well, this it's like we're not working together. This isn't going to work. And so there's an art here, though, on those strategy calls to understanding if this is going to be a deal or not. And so I've gotten a lot better at it over the years. Um, it was to the point where, you know, I would listen to someone's story and blah, blah, blah. And even though, and I was trying to look for opportunities. Ah, oh, maybe it's a B deal, maybe this or that. And now, and I would go down and before you know it, it's 30, 40 minutes. And they just wanted someone to hear their story. And you, you were never going to do that deal. I don't even know if you could do the deal and you just waste the time and nobody feels good. They probably feel good, but you never talk to them again. Okay, so every time we get someone on the phone, it comes through, um, it has to come through Calendly, so they have to book a meeting. Very, 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 very rarely do we just pick up the phone when someone calls and it's like, hey, we let people leave voicemails and then we respond back with text, book a call. It's not, okay, yeah, we'll round. we'll call you back, we'll call you right back. It's not like an online lead because those people, once again, that call you needing something right then, right there. Well, you're the sixth option to look at it. And there's a reason they're just calling you. Nobody, think back to all the deals you've done. Less than 1% of them, I know this is for us, less than 1% of our deals, have we picked up the phone and it's turned into a squeaky clean deal. It just doesn't happen, right? So we do not pick up the phone and go, hey, yeah, what do you need? Like I was doing literally nothing, just sitting here waiting for someone to call. Not the case. I will be working on stuff and all of a sudden you answer your phone and it distracts you from what you really need to do. And now all of a sudden that 10 minute event you were doing or whatever you're trying to accomplish, send in a file, whatever, put out fires, email people. Now just takes you 30 minutes and now you got distracted with a call that probably wasn't going to close. So our process, everybody has to book that, that call. Then they get on that call. Then right there, we decide. We decide if we're going to spend any more time or energy after a 15 minute call. And it's not, hey, can I hear your, tell me your story. Why are we talking? No, no, you got to grab the bull by the horns. And you just go, I'm going to hit you with a bunch of questions. And these questions, I'm looking for red flags. I'm looking to see if I can provide some insight. I'll answer some questions for you after that. Are you ready? Yeah, go, perfect. And I just go, boom, 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 boom. And I hit him with my questions. And there's been times, there was uh, two clients the other day, that pretty almost identical situations, but I just knew one, one of them was going to be an extremely difficult client to work with. And we had a four minute call chat about why he didn't want his credit pulled and why he had sort of everything figured out. And the other one was, um, it was an employment type that I don't really deal with. Um, you know, there was a lot of investment income, unemployed income, um, Trying to remember, there was um, a lot of alimony coming in. Uh, It was basically just piecemealed income together. And it was a B deal, but I just passed. It didn't come from a referral partner, um, so I passed. I said, you know what, this isn't my core business. I could have then referred it out and taken 25% or 50%, but I just chose not to because I just didn't get a good feeling about that client, um, that they were going to follow through on anything they were going to do. Okay. just there were some things leading up to even that call where I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. And then the other one was just the guy had the world figured out. And I basically said, I don't think we're a fit. He's like, well, why why don't you think that? I said, well, it sounds like you've got very strong opinions on how this should be done. And I can respect that. I have my philosophy on how this mortgage should be structured. And I'm here as an advisor. If you're just if you want an order taker, someone to just process the loan, that's not me. Because I think you're making a bad decision here. Um, and so I'm going to pass. There's lots of mortgage brokers that loved the opportunity to help you out. Um, have a good day. And he was floored. He was like, ah, uh, and I was like, bye. <laughs> that was literally, how I went, and he was like, uh, and that was a deal, but it wasn't the type of deal I want. That's not the deal I want. So figuring out these time wasters on those calls, you have to use your spidey sense, that gut feeling you have ladies out there. You've got that intuition. Um, you need to follow that, follow that little voice that says, do I want to work with this person? Cause it could be a deal, but at what price, at what cost do you just feel kind of dirty dealing with that person? Do, do they stress you out? Do they bark orders at you? Do they, you know, the list goes on. So if you, if you feel like they're going to be trouble, then they're going to be trouble. And I've done this for enough years and I've done it the wrong way for enough years to know that if if I, I should have followed my instinct. Lots of times I should have cut loose people. And even though I closed the deal, it was like, nobody felt good about it. No one was like, everyone just wanted it over with, including the client and the underwriter and myself. And you're just like, oh, that wasn't worth $4,000. There's no way that was worth $4,000. Unless I have to put food on the table and like, Literally, I need the $4,000 to survive, then sure. But majority of us, that's not the case. I'd say 99% of us, that's not the case. Um, You get to pick and choose within reason who you work with, okay? Um, So this is me telling you that first call you have or whatever, however your process is set up, you can't, you have to let people know that they need to respect your time. You need to let them, like, hey, I've got another call coming up, and I let people know at the beginning. I go, depending on where the call came from and whatnot, they they book a 30-minute slot in my calendar, but if it's someone I don't know and for whatever reason, I just, like, I don't have a good vibe about it, I'll let them know at the beginning of that call, hey, I've got another call in 15 minutes just to let you know, okay? So let's just, let's get to it. Let's figure out what we can do in this 15 minutes. We should be able to accomplish a lot, Okay. And they're like, okay. And when you let people know up front, it just gives you the out at the back end. And a lot of times I will tell people mid call, hey, you know what? I'm very sorry. I have a call coming up in two minutes and I'm going to jump on that. Um, I don't think this is a good opportunity for us, for me, for you. I don't think this is a fit. Um, Oh, why is that? Well, you know, I deal with, you know, AAA clients. That's my, my niche. And so I'll come up with outs, but I just get off the call, essentially. Just get off the call. Um, And depending where they came from, you let them down soft or harder. And I used to let everyone down soft. Now, sometimes I just give people a reality check. I go, well, I don't think you, based on what you told me, it sounds like you haven't made good financial decisions. um, And that's okay. There's still an opportunity to get a mortgage out there. I'm just not your guy. I need squeaky clean clients. That's who I deal with. I don't specialize in that and I'd be doing you a disservice um, because I don't there. I know where this deal would go. I wouldn't know how to structure it. I could go figure it out, but now I've just wasted an hour and a half of my time. I could have spent, go get the avatar client. I really want to work with. Right. So we figure this out and that, that 15 minute call is the most important call. A lot of mortgage brokers I've talked to, they do this the exact same way. And it's like, you know, in or out on that call, you know, if you're going to work with them, if you're kind of on the fence, you make them jump through more hoops with a bunch more documents, which we make everyone do anyways. Okay. But that's basically what I say. If if I'm kind of on the fence, I will say, okay, great. Here's what I'm going to need. I'm just going to tell you, but I'm also going to email you a list. This is, these are the documents I'm going to need. And I go through it and I go, is there going to be an issue getting those documents? And if they're like, ah, oh, yeah, no, uh, don't, why do you need that? I go, okay, sorry, we're not a fit. And if they're like, no, no, yeah, I got that. I'm like, okay, let's see send the email, sometimes never hear back from them, right? And I go, okay, well, I'm glad I sent you that email because I'm not going to answer another call, another email, nothing from you. You just proved my point, right? So that first call, you need to like sort of put your guard up and go like, my time is so valuable because there's a lot of people that would love to work with you, that want to work with you, past clients that want to hear from you. We all have past clients that are just dying to hear from us. So don't spend time dealing with new people that are just wasting your time when you should be calling your past clients and touching base and, you know, trying to get into their circles. There's, there's, we sent an email out to our database asking what's the number one mortgage or real estate question you have. Oh my goodness. We got well over a hundred responses and there was gold in there. And I was like, we would have had these answers if we were calling. We do call, but I'm just saying, if you're not calling, you would have had those answers on your phone calls, those questions, right? Opportunities, questions create opportunities for business. Um, So there you go. So you need to spend your time with the people that really already know you and want to hear from you. Not bumbling around with new prospects that aren't respecting your time. You know, I don't deal with new to Canada. I'm just saying, I've taken so many of those applications over the years, none of them close. So I've stopped dealing with new to Canada. Don't deal new to Canada because they've got it figured out. They've got someone here, there. A lot of times it's the branch that they set up their account with when they move to Canada because they just feel warm, fuzzy there and comfortable. So I don't deal with new to Canada. Um, That's very tough. Uh, If you own a corporation and if you're incorporated and you're not really showing much income out of the corp, well, I've got like one program to put you in. And if it doesn't fit, then you're not my guy, even though your court might, might be just crushing it because we're limited in the broker channel, right? Dealing with people who have retained earnings. So I don't do that. If you're a credit, I ask you on a scale one to 10, how's your credit? Uh, I think it's about 500, 600. I had some missed payment. I go, okay, here's what I would do if I was you. And I will, I can introduce you to someone on my team that will help you with that. Is that sound like something you'd, you'd like? Yeah. And then I make an intro. And I walk away and I take a, a finder's fee, right? If it's someone that's barking orders at me and just boom, boom, boom. And I need this and this and I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'll say, I'll be like, all right, let's just take a step back here. It sounds like you've got things figured out. So I'm wondering why we're talking. Why are we talking right now? Because based on what you've just told me, like you don't need my help. So why I'm an expert at what I do. Like through and through, I'm an expert. So why why are we talking right now? Like this is how I talk to people, and I will say this, and then you get it like kind of cuts them down a bit, lets them know okay, I grab control back of the conversation, and then I get to dictate the terms, and then they're kind of like oh okay well, he kind of does know what he's talking about, or at least he's giving off the perception and that confidence that he does. So maybe I was listening, maybe he I, he just put me in my place a little bit, and I don't actually know. And yeah, there you go. Um, I'll ask people point blank on that call. Kind of like, what are your intentions with my daughter? What are your intentions moving forward? Who have you talked to? You've talked to RBC. Okay. Where are your investments held? RBC. Okay. Do you have any other banking anywhere else? No, I don't. Okay. So you've already talked to RBC. So what did RBC tell you that you didn't like? Why are we talking? Well, I want to see if there's a better rate. Okay. So this is just about rate. You're going, I'm just looking for the best rate and that's it. Okay, go to ratehub.ca, go to supermarket, like whatever there are. I go, go there. If you just want to rate and you don't want any advice, you don't want anyone to pick up their cell phone and help you. You don't want a white glove concierge style service. If that's what you don't want and you've got this figured out, go there because I'm not your guy. And they're like, oh, okay. All right, thanks, bye. Boom, we go our ways. And that was literally a six-minute call, right? And I saved all this time where I could have taken the full call and blah, blah, blah and filled in the line for them to know a rate and then, you know, screw me over in the end anyways, which they were going to. Right. So I ask my questions and each call is a little different. There's not like a specific script. I have to get certain questions answered. I've done a podcast where I go over this call. Um, so I think that's important for you to listen to. Uh, but this is me just telling you like respect your time. Okay. And let them know they need to respect your time. Like you need to be uber confident and, um, Like just very, I keep saying protect, but you need to protect your time. We only have so much. And sit there rambling away with people who you're never going to do business with. When there's a whole ocean of people that you can do business with that want to hear from you, it's ludicrous. Okay, so stop tricking yourself into thinking that that's good time spent, and you know you're busy. And well, no, you're busy, but you're not. Your your bank account's not moving in the right direction, right? And you're frustrated because you have a ten hour day. And you didn't get an application, but you had some phone calls, right? So you'll get better at, you know, siphoning those phone calls and only taking on people out of that that you really want. And then it just becomes contagious from there and a kind of ripple effect throughout your business, okay? Um, So there you go, kids. Uh, That's how much emphasis we put on that first call because it's the gatekeeper to your business, you are. And so if you let people into your process and they screw you over, that's no one else's fault but you. Because it means you're not asking the right questions. You're not following your gut. um, You're not letting them jump through hoops enough to make sure that they're someone you want to work with. Um, We will purposely, and a lot of you will be like, ah, that's crazy, Ryan. We will purposely not respond to some people to see if they will follow up. We will do that. Like, if it's people on the fence, um, we will absolutely do that. We will, you know, we don't make a conscious effort. Okay, who who's on the fence today? Who are these folks? We won't go as far as that, but we'll just go, okay, I'm not going to, like, I'm not even going to respond to a couple emails here that you've sent because I don't think you're going to work with us. And so I'm going to wait to see if you follow up. If you never followed up, that means you were gone. You were just trying to use my me for information. But if you follow up, hey, just check in I go, so sorry. Boom, boom, boom. Here's your answer. And then you wow them. They're back in your process and you wow them. So that's kind of, we're at that point right now where we can do that. Um, so we're pretty lucky. Um, but there you go. Okay, kids, um, protect your time. All right? Five texts a day. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.